Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. And... Yo, yo, what the fuck poppin', man? It's the drama king, man. Yo, who there? Who there? Who yeah. there, man? Yeah, it's, it's 50 Cent, nigga. What's Harlem, up, man? Harlem the Queens, motherfuckers. How, what's up, man? And I'll smack the fucking shit out your favorite DJ, man. Y'all know what the fuck yeah, it is, man. Yeah, and, and say something, you bitch-ass yeah, nigga. Yeah, street justice, motherfucker. Yeah, go ahead, say something. Yo, yo, check it out, 50. You handle the bitch-ass rap, niggas. I'ma handle the bitch-ass DJ, nigga. All right, all we right. We gonna bring justice to the game. That's how we gonna put Fake it down. motherfuckers. That's the sound of the man. Cockin' that thing, that thing. That's the sound of the man, clapping that thing. Yo, in my hood, we was taught not to say who shot you. Yeah. See a flash, you heard the shot, you feel it burning, I got you. Uh-huh. Say a prayer for me if you care for me, cause I'm on the edge. I'm finna put a shell in the nigga head. I rock a lot of ice, I dare you to scheme on it. The fifth got a rope. And Saifa. Wow, what a, what a set off. What a set off. In so many wow. ways. We say rest in peace to the late DJ K Slay, the drama king. Man, I used to have I used to have this I used to have this thing I used to say at Hot ninety seven for a long time. I'm so I'm such a versatile personality and DJ. I could fill in for anybody on the radio. I could fill in for Funkmaster Flex. Sure, you could. And make Flex's fans happy. I used to fill in for Angie Martinez, make her fans happy. Then I'd fill in for numerous DJs on weekend mix shows or whatever. Sure. Even to the point where I could fill in for Bobby Connors and Jabba on the reggae show. You could do that. And I always used to say, one show I can't fill in for is K Slay. Bro, I couldn't. He played the wildest shit, bro. He played the wildest shit. You would you would have to like get his records from him and just and and his and his drops and that's the only hope you could have and then and then um he like this there's always i don't know how to explain it like there's always like this weird venn diagram of what i call underground hip-hop and street hip-hop. you love talking about this 
And sometimes it blends. And a lot of times, K. Slay would, I mean, not a lot of times, he would always play the most grimiest street hip-hop. But every once in a while, an underground record would fall into that category. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is street. But it's underground because it's like backpacky. But once you heard this, Sife, you knew you knew exactly what town you were in. Warning! 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 The drama king is in the building. The drama king is in the building. Warning! 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 The drama king is in the building. The drama king is in the building. And you might hear that throughout that, you know, whether it was a Thursday night, whatever it was. You might hear it a thousand times during the course of two hours. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> but um, he was the best man. He was the but, um, he was the genuine article, as they say, Sife. Yeah, I mean, hip hop to a level that is so deep, it goes back so far. So many different yeah, iterations of his life. That's the word I was looking for. Um, yeah, man. Um, wait, you got the 50 K-Slay of, of K-Slay's album? Yeah, that was that was from the album. No, what's the other one he had? That's the biggest one. No, there's another one, bro. There's another one, K-Slay album. From, from how long? From which album? What song was that you just played? 50 Shots Ya. No. There's another one. Do you mean from the Street Sweeper Volume 1? Maybe, yeah. It was fire. Another 50 cases? Oh, it was, it was, um, remember it was like, oh, is that it? Oh, maybe that's it. Does it have like a break in that song? Yes. It was like, Oh, that's the one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it continues. Hold the song, though. In a coupe, my cousin Uzi out in L.A. Been tripping through the sets again. I shot the fuck up, trying to rob the wrong Mexicans. I write my lifestyle, your niggas is cheaters. Your lines come from feds, fellas, and Don D. Oh, you the black hand of death, then why your name ain't preacher? If you a pimp like Ken, why the hoes don't treat you? You want a ball like Kirk? Now, sure, they let me teach you. This flow's God sent. It's bound to be problem, child. I'm familiar with problems. I know how to solve them semi-automatically a trade revolve them shoot them up rob them in the hope of starving you don't want problems problems yeah. they say you can never repay the price for taking the man's life uh-huh. i'm in debt with price mm. i forgot it was the the uh is that not I shot you? Yeah, I shot your beat. Yeah, it, it, but it, 50 shot you, Sype, that was one of the really, it's interesting because that was a K-Slay record, but it was really one of the big 50 records. Like yeah, when he, when his, it made, yeah, it was one of the ones that made him. It was one of the ones. Like you you, yeah. you, you think about that period, it's it's Many Men, it's that one, Wankster. it's Wangsta, it, those and, are. Um, and, um. What up, blood? What up? Uh, yeah. What up, what up gangster? Yeah. Uh, let me see if this is what I think it is. I want going. No, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. I heard um. I heard a K Slay Jay Z the other day. That was pretty crazy that I never heard. 
How safe? How did you listen to many slash any K Slay mixtapes? N- not many. No, it's I. I. It's hard to listen to. Like, it's so violent, bro. <laughs> it no no. Listen, it's definitely a different kind. It's a different kind of thing. I was more of um, I more I would tune in on the radio when he was on the radio, and then also. My favorite shit about K Slay was when he used to do all the prison shout outs. But my favorite, favorite, favorite thing, he would do all the prison shout outs and then he would start yelling out women's correctional facilities. Wow. And I <laughs> Wow. Bro, he repped so hard, man. But you know what? It's funny, like we look at those people that he represent the most and like, bro, I would not want to be coming across those people in a dark alley. You know what I mean? Or walking down the street late at night. But talk about an underrepresented group of people that oh, yeah. he put the flag up for. Like, oh my God, the, the love they had. Look, man, I got my love in the game. I got my love in the streets. But, you know, I'm the funny guy. I'm the playing the mainstream records, blah, blah, blah. I'm on at prime time. Bro, the love they had for K-Slay, man. Like, how many people did he give a shot to, a chance, however it was going down? Like, there's, there's, to this day, if you go in front of Hot 97 across the street, there's that white box, this police camera box across the street on a on a telephone pole. Because there used to be a hundred dudes outside of Hot 97 on Thursday nights. It was the craziest shit. Waiting for K-Slay and then waiting for him to play the joint. Yo, and by the way, literally to the point that, and how perfect is it that one of the last big things he did was he made that song rolling 110 deep with 110 rappers on one song. I never heard that. I never even heard about that. You didn't That's hear crazy. it. Was this is like a year and a half ago? I never heard that. A hundred and ten rappers. Hold on. Let's let's give it a let's give it now listen, it's I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. He did two of them. He did rolling fifty deep. Uh uh-huh. and then he did rolling a hundred and ten deep. Okay, is he in the Guinness Book of World Records? Is that what he was trying to do? The ten music. Man, y'all did it with this one here, y'all. Sheik Luch, Styles P, Dave East, Crooked Eye. Black Dog. Raekwon. Ghostface. Inspector Deck. Mr. FAB, Saigon Vado. I got you, my nigga. What do you say? Sheik is first. Yeah. Oh, what just happened? What you doing? What are you doing? 
Feeling like a CI, more balls than Jim, uh-huh. nigga. Who trying to get a feel? Feeling with stock owners. Conversations with stockbrokers. Make a call for coke. I'm smoking dope from a crop grower. The block knowers. Kush got a funky sock odor. How could you not notice I come from that rock culture? Star the squad, but they cannot coach at all. Louis Vuitton hoster. This for my niggas in the salon. On their wall, they got a Nicki Minaj poster. Your talk's over, no drive-bys. We walked over. Cop bandana tied to the end of the AR. Iller than they are. Rhyme so sick, give them the day off. This is the chaos. Nicholas Cage face off. The dark night, I'll make it a dark night when I'm getting that KO. Better than whoever done it. Even officers better run it with the drum. I got a technique that'll give 1200. Now the table's turned. To whom it may discern. I used to control the shooters that David Stern with Lucifer hey, I was in the park spray painting on a platform, patent leather top 10, space invader hats on. 80 something, I've been a threat for that long. Where a lot of people get poked up and clapped on. My job really putting on for the city. You can pop like a willy for saying some old silly shit to me. It'd be safer to say it in Swap Hilly. They be willing you away if you say it in South Philly. Look, 30 shots, I'm shooting the pillars top. When them niggas sending shots, they shooting to get the spot that I'm in, nigga. You know what it is when I spin a block. All right. All right, listen, we only have another 37 minutes, I've Come through the hall with the big blamers. Ben take his park, let me handle this. Jerry, that's flashy. Jeans is a thousand. He's slick, nasty. Pull out a hundred in your housing. Yeah, it's raw lingo in the Kango. What'd you say? He asked 110 rappers to get on this. And I guarantee every one of them was like, yeah. It's that's the sure. thing. That's the thing that like how do, you, how do you want me to do? You want me to send it to you or you want me to yeah. it, that's the thing that blows my mind. Like when you think about the amount that he got done during the years that he was doing it. Of course he was also huge for the diplomats, right? Yep. Big, big diplomat mixtapes. Here's this one. It was DJ K Slate from around the way to Drama King. Reppin' East Side Spanish Harlem. El Badio. And right now we gonna get into my man shit. What you hit such as Yo, I love that he says El Barrio. It's 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 the L, so it's Spanish. Yeah. But it's not Barrio. It's just El Barrio. How it's spelled, baby. It's like El Barry Obama. El Barrio. Uh, all my Harlem niggas, my BK niggas. Killer, 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 dog. What? <laughs> Back up town, baby, Lennox Ave. My foyer's on Broadway all day. Hey, yo, you got the way I... Oh, you're welcome, world. Hey, yo, Trey, you know it's a lot of niggas who be out there, yo, like, Cam is whack. K is whack. You know what I mean? I don't fuck with Cam. I don't fuck with K. You know what I mean? The thing is, you know what I mean? We don't fuck with y'all, man. You think I really like to do this, man? I'm just nice at what I do, man. I ain't got time to be fucking stooped up and scooped up in the motherfucking studio in the house. Right in my heart out with some fucking round. I do this one month out the year. I 
You know what I mean? The rest of the fucking year, I'm out in LA. I'm down in Miami, both the time. I'm Yo, I, I've been sp- I spent 10 seconds trying to hear if he was rapping or not. I was like, is he rapping or talking? What's happening here? Let's get it going on with the new camera on joint right here. This show right here is for Just Boy. Play. This is the extended oh, version. Exclusive. What'd you say? It's yelling, it's offbeat, it's noises, it's, it's just coming, it just is, just blah. It is, it's so crazy, it's such a different, if we were to try to explain K Slay in general, radio, mixtapes, personality, straight stunting magazine, I, you could yeah. never explain him fully to someone who doesn't live hip-hop like, and doesn't enjoy it. Yeah, it's like... It's like when people always talk about the culture, right? But like, you wouldn't eat, no matter how much hip hop you listen to, or or you know Spotify plays you give an artist. Like this is something you still wouldn't understand. Like, you would think this is all wrong. Everything about this is wrong. But it's people that like matters so much. Was was what you was what you just said English? No, this is all over the place. You said because it's people that matters so much. (laughs) I don't know what you're even saying anymore. No, but you're right. It's 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 very hard to 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 just pinpoint exactly what makes K Slay. I can listen to all of this K Slay shit, and I feel that I speak another language. Right. Because you can understand you know what I'm it. Saying? Yeah. Yeah, like I speak, I don't live that street life, but I speak the language and I understand the you language. You know, you're fluent. There's some people that wouldn't even know what was happening. I want to find now another. There's so much. I'm digging around on Mixcloud mm-hmm. and trying to find different things. DJ K Slay's Rough Riders mixtape, Volume 1, 2002. The best of Styles P is the first thing that comes up, which is I find interesting. K Slay's dedication tape to Justo, 2005. Oh, wow. Wow. Rest in peace, Justo. K Slay and Alchemist, the Mix Masters. Oh, but that's by another DJ. Okay. K. Slay and Jim Jones, Certified Troublemakers from 2004. Multiple Diplomats tapes. That was the one we were just playing was Diplomats Volume 1 and 2. Here's a DJ EFN mixtape hosted by DJ K. Slay. But what I want to give you guys, um, what I'd like to give you is a little... A dr- you know, maybe a taste of uh, the drama hour. How old was K-Slay? I think 57. <laughs> what do you mean? Bro, that means that he was popping. He was 40, 45. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was oh, when so he was on old, fire bro. still. Yeah, yeah. 40- he was on fire. At 40. He was old, you know what I mean? 
And nobody cared because that's the thing about the culture. Like, it doesn't matter. Every, everybody thinks, oh, you got to be young and hot, you know, in the mainstream game. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter when it's really authentic. He was, he was born in uh, August 14th, 1966. Hilarious. 34 plus 22. Yeah, 56. I got to tell you, um, one thing that did make me happy was the amount of coverage it got. Yeah. He got a, yeah. Saif, you got it. I don't know if you saw it. <clears throat> you probably didn't. He got a really thorough New York Times obituary. Really? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He, he, he's really. Yep. Um, you know what? Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a taste of it. That's awesome, man. Like, like, you know, it's not this isn't just like a being written about on hip hop DX. Oh, that's amazing. And then also, I hate it. I hate that that's what it had to be. But. Yeah, like the like, like. This is the whole thing about giving people their flowers when they're alive. This is the exact representation. of. Although, that. although you have to think that case lay new. Like he got such love and respect from the his his peers and artists, I, I feel like he probably had a good idea of how he was yeah. viewed. No, yeah, I think so. Um, you know what? We can ask. We can ask DJ. We can ask DJ Juanito. Oh, hi, Juanito. Turn your mic on. There you are. Hey, DJ John. Juanito, what's up, man? No, his mic's not on. It takes. Right, it's gonna. You know, it's gonna take out. multiple steps for him to get it. He's got to move his drink. Casey gave me um some great advice once. What case? He goes, "Yo, Sife, if you can't buy it once, I mean, he goes, if you can't buy it twice, don't buy it once." Wow. I was like, I was like okay. He goes, if you what can't was he, buy what, what, two what, houses. Oh, that that's deep. He's like, if you can't buy two of them, you ain't got it. That yo, sorry, I'm not kidding though. That's that is ill Bro, advice. That is better advice than my business managers ever gave me. Yo, that is. I gotta tell you, that's actually really good advice. All right, while while Juanito's getting set up, let me just read this. DJ K Slay. This is from the New York Times. DJ K Slay, fiery radio star and rap mixtape innovator, dies at 55. The one-time graffiti artist and New York DJ for Hot 97 was known for breaking artists and stoking beefs that gave fuel to the careers of Nas, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, and more. That's the title. That's all in the, the, uh, the above the header. Right. Uh, this is by Joe Coscarelli, wrote this article. DJ K. Soleil, who served as a crucial, a crucial bridge between hip-hop generations, Developing from a teenage b-boy and graffiti writer into an innovative New York radio personality known for his pugnacious mixtapes that stoked rap beefs, broke artists, and helped change the music business. Died on Sunday in New York. He was 55. Slay had a four-month battle with COVID-19, his family said in a statement confirming his death. Few figures in hip-hop could trace their continued presence from the genre's earliest days to the digital present like he could. In the late 1970s, New York, K. Slay, Slay was a young street artist known as Dez, plastering his spray-painted tag on building walls and subway cars, as chronicled in the cult documentaries Wild Style and Style Wars. Then he was the drama king, a.k.a. Slap Your Favorite DJ, hosting the late-night drama hour on the influential radio station Hot 97 for more than two wow. decades before his illness took him off the air. 
Cats know it's no holds barred with me, Slate told the New York Times in 2003 when the paper dubbed him hip-hop's one-man ministry of insults. In addition to providing a ring and roaring encouragement for battles between Jay-Z and Nas, 50 Cent and Ja Rule, Slay gave an early platform to local artists and crews like The Diplomats, G-Unit, Terror Squad, and the rapper Papoose, both on his show and on the mixtapes that made his name as as much theirs. As mixtapes evolved from homemade DJ blends on actual cassettes to semi-official promotional tool and underground economy of CDs sold on street corners in flea markets, record stores, bodegas, and barbershops, Slay advanced with the times, eventually releasing his own compilation albums on Columbia Records. Once illicit and unsanctioned, mixtapes now represent <clears throat> excuse me, a vital piece of the music streaming economy with artists and major labels releasing their own albums like official showcases that top the Billboard charts. You were really the first to bring the personality to the mixtape, Funkmaster Flex, a fellow Hot 97 DJ, once told Slay during a radio interview. That was very unusual. We were just used to music and exclusives. Slay, who became immersed in drugs and spent time behind bars before making it in music, responded, I had to find an angle to run with it. He was born Keith Grayson in New York on August 14, 1966, and raised in East Harlem. As a child, he was drawn to disco, dancing the hustle. When early hip-hop DJs began turning breakbeats from those songs into proto-rap music, he traveled to the Bronx to observe and participate in the rising culture. I had to see what was going on and bring it back to my borough, he told Spin Magazine in 2003. So I used to hop on the 6 train and go up to the Bronx River Center to see Africa Bambata and the Zulu Nation rock. He soon took up the affiliated art forms of breakdancing and graffiti, even casually rapping with his friends. Every element of the game I participated in, Slay told Flex, but street art became his chief passion, first under the tag Spade 429 and later Dez TFA, which he shortened to Dez. I wanted a nice small name that I could get up everywhere and do it quick without getting grabbed, he said at the time. You're telling the world something, like, I am somebody, I'm an artist. Amid the city's crackdown on graffiti, Dez took on the name K. Slay. After a while, you get tired of writing the same name, he said of his street art days, and developed a fascination with turntables. Boy, you better turntable those books, he recalled his disappointed parents saying, but in need of money and with little interest in school, he soon, he soon turned to drugs and stick-ups. In 1989, Slay was arrested and served a year in jail for drug possession with intent to sell. On get, upon getting out, he told Spin, I started noticing Brucey e. B, Kid Capri, Ron G. They were doing mixtapes, doing parties, and getting paid lovely. He sold t-shirts, socks, and jeans to buy DJ equipment and worked a Bronx facility and assisted people with HIV and AIDS. I can I can't count the number of people I saw die. He told the Times in that period of that period, working there really made me begin to appreciate life. In the mid 1990s, Slay found the professional music business still unwelcoming, and he began to call out in colorful language on his releases those label executives he thought of as useless. I told myself I would be so big that one day the same people I was begging for records would be begging me to play their records. He said. It was that irascible, I don't even know this word, I'm not very bright. It was that irascible spirit that helped endear him to rappers who had their own scores to settle. In 2001, Slay had a breakthrough when he premiered Ether, the blistering Nas diss of Jay-Z that revitalized the headline hip-hop beef following the murders of Tupac Shakur and Notorious B.I.G. 
His radio slots and mixtapes became proven ground, and he later started a magazine called Straight Stuntin'. He's like the Jerry Springer of rap, one DJ told the Times. All the fights happen on his show. Slay's gruff manner and mid-song shout-outs would go on to influence his contemporaries like DJ Clue, a one-time rival, and those who followed like DJ Who Kid and DJ Drama. Alberto Martinez, the Harlem drug dealer known as Alpo, who was killed last year while in witness protection, even hosted a Slay tape from prison. The game was boring until I came around, Slay said. He is survived by his mother, Sheila Grayson, along with his best friend and business manager, Jared Whitaker. In Slay's on-air conversation with Funk Flex, the other DJ marveled at the creativity of Slay's boasts and threats. Quote, if you stop the bank, then I'm going to rob the bank, and asked his colleague if he ever regretted the shocking things he'd bellowed. I said some foul things, man, on some mixtapes when I was not in full touch with myself, Slay replied, but I'm not angry at myself for doing it because the boy that I was made the man I am today. Wow. That was, that was, that was super educational. Except for a rascal. What's the word? A rascable? Yeah. I don't think I said that. Hold on. I-R-A-S-C-I-B-L-E. Irascible. Irascible. Oh, no. Irascible. Irascible. God, we're not. Irascible. Irascible. Having or showing a tendency to be easily angered. Irascible. That sounds Irascible. right. That sounds right. <laughs> DJ Juanito. Welcome to Wanep. Irascible. DJ Wanep, you're an irascible fellow yourself. Um, I, tr- I try. What can you, uh, t- what's your, st- tell us your story with Case Slay. When did you meet him? How did you start working with him? What's your Case Slay story? Uh, I would always see Slay doing, um, at the station, but doing like when I was doing street team events. So at night, I would stick around and just linger because I just wanted to hear what he's gonna play next. And you're um, a linger in general. Oh, thanks. The special kind. Um, and then I really got to know him more when I started uh, interning at Asylum with Jay Grant. Not knowing the relationship with Jay Grant and, and Slay had, and then that kind of propelled me to you know what else you know just just know more about the, what they did as a business right um they um they brought me on to this to their uh shape four five show on wednesday just to you know be around hang around because if i was already working with jay i could you know hang around with slay um and uh slay was just different slay was very um straightforward um very joke he's funny he was a funny dude was funny funny hysterical like, like intention he was, he was intentionally funny he was he was not just because because overall a lot of his shtick was funny mm-hmm. in, intentionally and unintentionally but he yeah. was also intentionally funny yeah he was funny um i mean he he created the name the tallest mexican he he created that no, really he, didn't. he did no he did not i he created didn't. that Uh-oh. no 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 Oh, no, Fuck no. out of here! Oh no! I'm a rascal right now. I'm a rascal. No, no, no! Please, no way! Yeah, please don't fight. Why? Please don't fight. Okay. Can me. I just say what? Can I just finish? I wasn't done. I wasn't. Can let me finish? Thank you. Yeah. I knew he was the first one because when I walked in, and I did, I, I was bored out of his show for the first time, and he asked me like, well, "What are you? What's your background?" He's and I told him I was a Mexican, and um. <laughs> He's like, I never seen a tall ass Mexican ever in my life because 
on 116th, there are a lot of short Mexicans, and they're from a different place in Mexico. Um, <laughs> and he was accustomed to short Maybe Mexicans. Maybe he said you were tall and no, Mexican. He, he did not come up with the term the tallest Mexican. Yo. That is 100% me. You're not taking this away from me. Even <laughs> even, even, in Slay's, even in Slay's passing, Syph will not just give this away. Wow. No, I, Slay got that from me, 100%. <laughs> well, he's a crazy. Shut up, man. All right, whatever. Have you have you uh, write your own history? Uh, revisionist fine. history. Yo, you're being super irascible right now. Yo, you're being irascible, you? man. Go on, go well, on. Well, listen. Before I started rolling with Sife a lot, I I was rolling with Slay. Like far as like, uh, edit his um cleans for the radio. Oof. His term of radio <laughs> clean was term was determined by. Oh, that's a K Slay clean. No, okay, yeah. So what? Was, so what was a K Slay clean? <laughs> According to Ebro and anyone who, who cleaned his records, it was uh, you could say the N word, you could say uh, the B word, mm-hmm. the yeah. S word. Yep. Late uh, at night, there was certain words. Wait, they would even let you, you if if it was after midnight, you could even let shit go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they would just say "fuck" is out. You can't say can't say "fuck." You can't say "fuck," and you can't say like. <laughs> There's other you words. Can't like, you can't say you can't like say, you can say ass, but you can't say in the ass. Right, right, right. Yeah. So if it was super dirty, like they were saying sexual dirty things, you'd have to take that. No, that would that was that was that could fly, I guess. But then again, it was case say clean. So only on his night. The other nights, no, that had to be super clean. Let's hear let's hear a random law. Let's hear a little bit of a 2013 drama hour. This is uh March twenty second, two thousand thirteen. Oh wait, so that might have the, the gel intro. It's time for the drama king. Drama king. K Slay, Harlem's finest. DJ K Slay. Drama Hour with DJ K Slay. Bringing it to you uncut, exclusive, freestyle, straight out of the land. Drop drum only on Hot 97. The drama, drama Hour starts now. 1-800-223-9797. DJ K. Slade, Drama King in the building. All conventional facilities. Y'all know the procedures. Hey, yo, it's DJ K. Slade, the Drama King. So this is what it comes down to, huh? So my Gucci needs some marijuana. My shoes are chilling up. I call these a pair of armor. Hey, yo, it's DJ K. Slade the Drama King. So this is what it comes down to, huh? Hey, yo, it's DJ K. Slade the Drama King. Hey, yo, it's DJ K. Do you understand if you're listening at home right now and you're like, wow, there's a lot going on here. That's the thing. Like K Slay was like, you knew the second you'd gotten in range of New York City when you started hearing this, because this could only sound like the radio here. This could only be hot. And there's that intro is was an updated intro, Like he'll say all correctional facilities lock in, but Prior to that, he would do every jail cell. He would do like yeah, 
Sing Sing, Valhalla. He'll do every one. And that audio is hard to get. And mind you, I was trying to grab every bit of audio to help, you know, pay a tribute to Slay. But he will record all his shows on CD. Like, and I asked Young Sav about this. He would take his recordings and take home with them. So he has all the the footage and video and, and, uh, and same thing and audio with him, like archived. And he has thousands and thousands and thousands. So of you're stuff. saying he had all the drama hours are recorded. He has yes. them all. Yes. yes, that was so that was he, that was all, a deep. I have all our Cypher Sounds of Rosenberg's recorded. Mm-hmm. So many CDs. It was crazy. So uh, Slay would introduce me to different worlds. Like being part of Straight Stunting, um, that was one hell of a ride, and still going. How um, are you part of Straight Stunting? Um, he was I a big, help... He was a great writer, Saif. I don't know if you know. Did you, did you want to know who can barely put together an English sentence? But okay. he was a great writer for Straight Stunting, Straight Stunting magazine. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, what would you want to do?" He's like, "I don't know, just it'd be kind of dope." He's like, "So he get he gave me a lane." He's like, "Why don't you interview women?" I was like. In what capacity? He's like only Latin women, but are doing something like positive, like you know, role models. You know, so so I uh, interviewed a, a Latin boxer, a Latina boxer, uh, actress, Laura Styles, um, other different uh, uh, Latino Wait, well, women. Why, that was why did why did you have to do Latino people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Slate Slate wanted something different on the magazine that wasn't really risque. You know, something like with some substance. That wasn't, you know, you know, what the, the ass is and all that stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, he introduced me to a world. The first time I met a porn star was through Slay. Like, in that world. Like, who, who was it, Juanio? Who was the first porn star you met through Slay? Uh, what was her name? She's a short white lady. Probably Sarah J. Wow. Look at you. Look what he did for you. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but it just, you know, maybe it just, Slay was just different. So they were just taught, and actually, I would ask questions about what his beliefs were, like, um, because <laughs> I you never knew what's, what Slay was always a mystery at times. You know, he would come home, who come with a bottle of rose or or, or uh, clique uh, to the station and drink it always, while he's always doing the had show. A bottle, bro, always had a bottle, always had uh, bottles when he came to the station, you know what I'm saying? And and he had a bad joint when he was doing straight sun, he always had a bad model. Um, even dealing with Slade during there was you know the the rift between Pab and Uncle Murder, seeing that unfold and, and you know going from like a little beef till now they're all great and cool. That was an interesting moment. Um, uh, I don't even I don't even remember you working with Slade like that. It's so funny that you that you brought I, that up, Rosenberg. Time management. I remember now that you're talking about it, but just. Just normal memory. I didn't, I forgot about all that shit you did with him. Like, uh, I remember one time I was leaving Asylum working with some Slay stuff, Straight Stunting, and then I would meet you at MTV. You, you, I think you just did Gucci Man or something at MTV. So I would, like, time out my day. Like, all right, if I could help out with here, then I could go to there. It was just another... Yeah. I thought it was another part of the hustle. Like... Of course. Um, You know, Slay's like, yo, you know, just make sure, you know... You, you do right by everyone. I thought I was doing right. Like, as long as I knock out my work or knock out anything I was doing to help, you know, you guys at the time. It was just learning how to DJ. You know, like, the one thing I, I learned 
or learn from Sife was when he said he wanted to be like Premier. And if DJ was being like Premier, he'll do it. So I thought, you know, like, let me learn what they would do. And that will help me be a better DJ person and be a radio person personality and whatever it took you know well let's, let's, my own lane. let's let's bring in the guy who brought you over to asylum for better or for worse <laughs> definitely for worse oh wow this guy wow mighty whitey How happy birthday jay grand happy birthday to you son. happy belated me and jay grand share the same birthday oh and i forgot to say happy birthday and i apologize don't don't apologize. listen this week um it was not a happy birthday. It was not a happy birthday. Um, yeah, we're sorry. I'm really sorry, uh, Jay. I, I know you and Slay were always close. Yeah. Um, um. How did it start for you and K Slay? Um. Yeah. Well, let's do the happy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Slay was. Um, it was the early days. I was working at franchise, and um, I think franchise. Uh, Joe, people that don't know is was one of Funkmaster Flex's companies. Right, it's the marketing company. So I don't even remember if I was running it at the time or whether um, Chris was still there. But um, but short version, um, Slay was bubbling in the street. Clue was really popping in terms of mixtapes. Clue and MV were really doing their thing. But there was this dude, K Slay, who uh, started making noise. I've, do, you, do you guys remember what the first tape was that was like he really went off? It was a disc record. God, I can't even remember who it was. That's terrible. Oh, was it? Uh... He had, he had, well, I don't want to belabor it. So we had, and it's, and it's probably better that we don't even say it. Um, <laughs> but short version, Slay started to really pop off. Uh, he was looking for a bigger outlet. I, at the time, I got to know Slay. I was the one that was feeding him a lot of the music because Slay, God bless him, he, he couldn't even turn on a computer. Um, <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I had to. I mean, eventually, good. I'm I'm not downing the man at all. I love him with all my heart. Um, but but in, in, in the early blog days, though, he wasn't able to download off Z Share. He wasn't figuring that out. Oh, before Z Share, bro. Oh, we're going before this. Yeah, it's a yeah. LimeWire. Jay Grand had the. This the, is before Napster. Right, right. Yeah, okay, okay. He had the the. I remember Jay Grand used to be downloading shit like, and I would look at his screen and it looked like one of those movies where like the hacker has like the shit on the fucking screen like. <laughs> yeah. Tapping into the Pentagon, and he used to get all these fucking songs. Yeah, we used to, we we had a we had it was the early days of the internet where file trading was like a a new thing, and people would get songs, and you would do file trading, and um, so that's how I got to know Slay. I had a bunch of music early. He was looking for unreleased stuff, and sometimes you'd get it from the label, and sometimes you wouldn't. Um, I definitely remember Kaiser yelling at us at some point for putting way too many songs on a particular tape. But that's a different story. For a different um, so, so in some ways, was, in, so in some ways, you started in. Would you say is it too far to say? In some ways, you started a and ring kind of his tapes a little bit to some degree. Yeah, I mean, he picked everything though. He wasn't putting anything on. The only things he would put on, he want to put on, is if it was a favor for me. If it was breaking an arse, which is kind of what I want to get to. I mean, it's hard to think of somebody. You know, I can think on one hand how many people gave you know, an artist from anywhere, their first shot. Um, I think Slay was probably the best at taking anybody from any region and giving you your first shot. Mm. He was, um, you know, definitely supportive of the South. You know, Greg Street was his homie, you know, Atlanta, but Texas, California, you know, you think like every, everybody from California. Um, we were looking, I think 
I think Mech sent me, um, is it you that sent me the one, the uh, KDOT? It was KDOT, yeah. Nipsey, and um, J-Rock. I was about to say, I think I first heard Nipsey from K-Slay. Yeah. How about like, KDOT when he was KDOT? Yeah. You know, um, like it was for, that was, and that was 13, 14 years, maybe even longer. Yeah, we should, pl- we'll play that in a little bit. That, that was, that was, it's awesome. It, it's almost like, it almost feels like when Big L brought Jay-Z up to Stretch and Bob. Yeah. Right. Mm. That's basically what it is. It's J-Rock bringing up Kendrick Lamar. It's crazy. Yeah, with Punch in the background. Yep. Like that. Um, and Juanito walks in during the middle of it and fucks it up. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't I, I don't want to go on too long and I'm for, I'm getting ready to actually um come out for the uh, service tomorrow. Um I I moved to LA. Um but I just want to say in general man Slay just he was so important to so many people. I think tomorrow's going to be crazy. It's going um, to be insane. I, feel- I mean it's it's the Apollo at 10 a.m. for K Slay. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be wild. By the way, shout to TT. TT did such an amazing job helping put this together. I don't know if everybody on the broadcast knows TT or not. I'd imagine a lot of you do. Um, but TT Torres, the uh, APD and music director at Hot 97. Yeah, yeah. Shout to her. I mean, she's been busting her ass, um, and uh, it's it's been sad. I really feel my heart really goes out to Sheila, his mom. Um, she's been dealing with this for four mm. months. I don't even want to say dealing with this. Like it's her son. And he fought so hard, man. I think, um, you know, I don't, it's, he's, he's really going to be missed. Did he, did, so. was there last thing I'll ask you, Jay, I know it's hard. Was that, was there, did it seem like at some point, I, I cause it sounded like we were hearing he was going to get better. Did, did you he think was he was getting go- better? She didn't want us to talk about it at all. He had plenty of ups and downs. Um, she wanted to be private about it, which I completely understand. Um, you know, there was a, there were a lot of people, you guys included that were always checking in, uh, trying to see how he was doing. So I was speaking to her every other day, um, seeing the, you know, keeping track of the ups and downs, trying to help as much as I could. Uh, I have a lot of, um, anyway, um, so, but I, I feel terrible for her, you know, four months straight, your son's finally getting better. Um, she had spoke to him right before that night, his Easter Sunday, and um, an hour later he was gone. <sighs> so um, he's going to be missed, man. He he was, I know, and just one last note from me, just in terms of him as a person, like he was really gruff. He was not. Um, I said he was never really big on goodbyes. Like Slay could just kind of hang up the phone. He'd be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. He was not going to win the uh, you know the People Skills Award, but deep down, he, he's such. He has such a big heart. He's such a good guy. Uh, he helps so many people. So many. Um, and and I hope that he's really remembered. Like when you think, like he is really the Renaissance man of hip hop. Like think, starting from Graph and and um, and emceeing, and then you know doing every aspect of hip hop. You know, I don't know how he was at breaking. I won't comment on that. I'm not old enough to know. <laughs> but, you know, to think about how far back he goes in hip hop culture, the 70s, is Desi Des, um, all the way to today. It's insane. And that's a long run, man. That's, you know, that's a, 
We just we just read uh we just read um the the New York Times obit. Oh, who wrote it? Um, uh, Coscarelli. Uh, let's see. Oh, Joe. Okay, Joe great. Coscarelli, and yeah. it's it's fantastic. Uh, you should read it on the flight. It's really really good. I mean, it's all stuff you'll know, but some a lot of it I didn't, and it great. it really Very does well put together. It really does paint the picture of like just how much of a Renaissance man he was. It's to to oh, have, and it's interesting because you know Jay, you helped play a part in that because one of the things it says in the article is that he's one of the only people to make it from the origins of hip hop to the internet era and continue to thrive. And you know, you obviously played a part in in, in helping along with that. So did you, Juanita? I want, I want no credit. It was all his hustle. He always wanted this. He was very driven. Um, he was still driven. You know, it's you guys know what a grind it is to do radio shows. And you, Peter, uh, doing multiple stations, it's a grind. It takes a toll on your life. It's it's very consuming. Um, it's it's more than a job. It's a lifestyle. Um, and he was about. And he, I, I really want to read Joe's article. Joe's really did did did, did his um, did K Slay's apartment sort of look like it was designed by Dapper Dan? Is that true? Which one? Um, I heard there was an apartment. Ad, it was a shithole. <laughs> Where he made the tapes was a disaster. His house um, on the east side in Manhattan was was much nicer. That was down the road. Um, and then he moved to Edgewater. Um, I, I I don't I don't know the the stuff I know. Man, it was probably I don't know how much I gotta go. But you know, we used to for the mixtape spot across from Patsy's. It was the second floor, shitty apartment, stuff all over the place records cds cd spindles boxes of cds you know <laughs> uh rundown computer a uh, janky mic setup and you would get in you would he would toss the key out the window and that's his <laughs> yeah. uh, right across the street from patsy's classic um, man. wow yeah uh, i i mean i have so I, I one of these days i'll get to the stories but um he's gonna be missed man he's he he is a legend i, I don't i don't take that word lightly you know Youth out there, you kids love saying goat. Goat isn't really for me. I'm going to call him a legend. Yeah, um, and that's completely accurate. People use legend way too loosely. He's the yeah. actual definition of a legend. It goes. Yeah. It's He's the special. it's the entire run of hip hop. Um, we'll let you get out here to New York, Jay Grand. Travel safe. Thanks. Yeah. For, thanks for making time. Love you guys. Love you, man. Later. There he is. That's crazy. Um, I just got a video maybe an hour before you hit me, and it was a videographer that did slay stuff. Uh, years ago, you talk years ago, years ago, and you know what's funny? I, I would film Slay on my Mac on my laptop, okay. And this is like 06. And Grant helped me get my first my lap, Apple Mac. What's it? What's an I, Apple Mac? I mean, my app, my MacBook, your my MacBook. first MacBook, okay. Actually, the first MacBook that so I have you heard, Apple Mac, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your first Apple Mac, keep going. <laughs> That I that I that I earned was through Grand, and it actually got stolen in the back of uh, Sipe's, uh truck. Mm-hmm. So what it did? Yeah, remember oh, my, yeah, with Drewski. What club were we at? Um, 19th Street. Yeah, it was a good it was uh, a good time. Not really, but anyway, I would take my Mac and I record all that stuff, all the footage that that I record. I put it on YouTube. Um, you know what? I think it was a Joe Button freestyle. It was like. Havoc and Prodigy, it was Ray J, Gucci, Rick Ross, 
Trina. It mm-hmm. was like early stuff. And I was just like trying to help him. Like, yo, here's a cool idea to have your stuff on. And at that time, Sirius didn't have a, a video department like that to help their artists. And I think the station was early too. Oh, so you were, so you were up, so you were doing the actual video, the only videos that existed of, of his stuff. Yeah. And the th- the video that's, um, that Dre was trying to allude to was I made like these small one minute promos on my, on my, on my Mac of just Wait, like straight Mac stuff. Was it your Apple Mac? Was it, was it the Apple Mac? The book Mac, the book Mac, the Apple book Mac. Mac. <laughs> Mac. Mm-hmm. Sure it was. So yeah, I mean, it, it's just, you know, that's was something, an idea that I thought it would be dope to help him to get his stuff out there. Um, I think that was part of the, the job of just helping those guys out, you know, with, Doing make sure for for asylum with Grant and that hustle and learning those guys and um Slay was Slay was different. Slay Slay will come up with with Del Frisco is a restaurant in New York. Oh Del my Frisco. God, bro! What he used to bring up Del Frisco's all the time. That's yo. a very intense thing to bring up. It's expensive bro. and expensive. Fifty dollars. I used to bring up bags of Del Frisco's. I remember that. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to tell you something. Saif, one of the most sneaky, low-key, outrageous hip-hop things to do is to order fancy restaurants as takeout food. No, 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 no. Bro, Del Frisco's, first of all, Del Frisco's is in the 50s. Yes. Over by Rockefeller yeah. Plaza. Before they, they have other ones now, but at that time, it was in the 50s. And then... He would bring it down to Hot 97. So he would get all this fancy. I'm sure the steaks were well done. Well they done. They were well done. And he would take, take out all the way down to Hot 97 and then set up the radio show, have the champagne, and just eat cold. <laughs> fucking cold Meals. That, and, and by the way, if he bought a lot of it for, for the everyone there, you're talking about he just dropped five hundred bucks on takeout. Yeah, five hundred dollars, no matter what. Yo, asparagus. Yo, get some asparagus. Yo, they, he's like, yo, you want asparagus? It's the extra asparagus is twenty seven dollars. <laughs> like, that's incredible. I he was. He used to roll up with them bags. Yo. <laughs> I would. I would know that he would be a regular at um Chow's constantly. Oh, go yeah. to Ch- like weekly. I heard at one point, and just like. You know, enjoy it. Sad day all day. I mean, listen, Flex loves getting the expensive cold uh, takeout. Also, no, 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 no. Flex no, gets no. delivery and eats it right away. <laughs> okay, you see what I'm saying? Like it's 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 still hot. This is <laughs> and, like and this, delicious. This Del Frisco's traveled. Well, I, people usually like their steak about two hours out of the pan. You know, that's the, that's what he really gets going. Let's go back and listen. We just talked oh, about man. it. We just talked about it with Jay Grand. Here is. Here's um, one more thing I want to say. What what Jay Grand was saying, bro? Anywhere in the country, this guy K Slay was connected to the streets. Yo, yep. it was impressive. Of how? Let me tell. You, there's a there's a comedian named Ali Sadiq, little guy from Houston, Texas. He is. A street legend, and he's hilarious. But he's from the streets. He his whole he has a special where he did in jail, like you know he went back to the jail to do a comedy special. Wow. Um, and bro, 
when he met me because I he was on my show on True TV on Laugh Mob Laugh Tracks, I, and he met that's what me. I went to sleep watching last night. You did? <laughs> yeah, I was going oh, through HBO. I knew I was dumb tired. I wasn't going to make it through much. And I was going through yeah. HBO Max, and I saw the laugh. I was like, let it's me not, watch. Yeah, it promotes you as the host. So I was like, you know what? It promotes right. Sife like it's his show. Let me watch this. Definitely. It was pretty good. I definitely did one, one minute on there. <laughs> but when I met Ali Sadiq, he was like, yo, you DJ from New York, right? I was like, yeah. He goes, yo, you know K Slay? I was like, okay, I already know who you are. I know what you represent. Right. What you're about. Like, yeah, but K Slay had the con- everywhere we went, man. Street dudes would ask us about Casey. Like, not if you know, like they knew him. Oh yeah, yeah. Guys, remember, Case Slay was he's the connect to why Papoose came out during Kendrick's set at Summer Gym. Right. <laughs> and he's t- he's like a top dog. Him and Top. I talked to Top Street this connect, week. Right. Yeah, Top Top loved him. Um, had been had been in contact with them. Um, let's hear J Rock and Kendrick on Street Sweeper Radio. This is like 2008. When y'all trying to release the album, man, we trying to uh, shoot for like September, man. You know what I'm saying? All right. Trying to get everything right. Like uh, we finna shoot the video to all my life uh, on the 17th. You know what I'm saying? When we go back home, we actually when we leave, so we getting ready for that. That's gonna be real big. So you know. He's really trying to keep it rolling, my nigga, you know what I'm saying? Just keep pushing, man. Yeah, that's so what's about. Let come, you know? Okay. So you can have the, the other artists from the Top Dog Entertainment family in there, like oh, K-Dot yeah. and Leah. Oh, well, yeah, man, you know, got my nigga. Yeah. Got my, got my... Oh, damn it, it stopped. Sorry. That's J-Rock? That's J-Rock talking right now. Wow. And by the way, that's interesting. This is around, this is before I had was... J-Rock up at Hot. I had J Rock up what after all my life had already been out. Here you go. Who's that girl talking about? Who is it? D Vasquez. Oh, that's D Vasquez talking. Okay. Man, we in here. We trying to get it grinding straight up. K Dot. Yeah, we had you on the stage, though. Yeah. That's all Kendrick had to say at this point in time. Listen to this. Yeah. Got, my, got my nigga K-Dot right here. You know what I'm saying? K-Dot, man, you know, straight out of Compton. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, one, of, yeah. one of the most lyricist nigga. Like, man, I, ain't <laughs> gonna, I don't even want to talk about it, man. He like, and I'm, th- I'm talking about lyrics. Lyricist, this nigga's a lyricist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, straight out down. of Compton, my nigga. You know, K-Dot talked to the people one time, my nigga. Was that in New York? Straight out of Compton, man. We in here. We trying to get it grinding straight up. K-Dot. Yeah, we had you on the stage, though. Yeah. It's out in Long Island. Shout out to everybody out there at Roosevelt. Shout out. Yo, that's so, it's, yo, he was taking him out to random, random gigs on the island. Hilarious. Here's a random conversation uh, in that same interview of K-Dot talking about uh, Obama. Because this this show wouldn't have been complete unless we got a little political talk from DJ K. <laughs> we got everything so that's the first time um kendrick was ever heard in new york the, well that's on serious yeah oh serious wow yeah but he would record like um like all his interviews and then a separate break for hot like you guys would do the same thing at, at some point 
So he would do go in another room, record like a couple of breaks, and then I will go edit those breaks down. Um, even the night, even the How Drake freestyle, huh? How would you edit them? <laughs> On your <laughs> Apple Mac. <laughs> 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 you know it had to be on the Apple Mac. <laughs> what else would it be? Get, you should go get it. Yo, how much I to get to? Even the night of the Drake freestyle, you know, Slate, uh, Sife, I think even Lemon Green, Slate recorded a, a Drake interview that night. He did. And I, uh, freestyle, yeah. what the one where I brought Drake up? Yes, the, the Blackberry night. The Blackberry night. The oh, same one. Slay recorded an interview with him because it was Slay night. It was on a Thursday night. After Thursday, yeah, you're right. Yep. And yep. Um, I remember that. And then we went to one of the back rooms to record your uh the morning stuff for you. And then, and then I guess they saw Slay and they they want to do an interview. Slay was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, Slay didn't care, right? I, I don't know if he cared. He just like he knew he was a new Did artist. He, play it? he played it on the air. I, I think for the following week he did, but I have the wow. audio. It's in it's at station. That's crazy. What Let's is hear that interview. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna jump through a little bit more of the uh, this episode of. Uh, you know what? Why don't we uh, Why don't we move this over to uh, our people? Oh, you want to go Patreon and play a little more? Let's move this over to our friends over at Patreon. Listen, What's guys. Patreon? Um, you guys are you guys already know. Listen, we've uh, we've been trying to. This week and last week, you know, unfortunately, in the, fortunately in the case of last week, unfortunately in the case of this week, Saif, I'm so grateful we're doing the podcast. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. last week it was just all fun and games that we got to break down the, the, the 2001 Summer Jam. This time, I'm, I'm glad we got to be on and be together to talk about this in a real way because... It deserves real conversation and real light. By the way, shout out to um, It's The Real. The Rosenthal's the only people I know who in recent times had a case slay interview. I don't know. Really? Yeah, there's an episode of It's The Real that you could look up with case slay. Yes. Dope. So shout out to It's The Real for doing that. You know, they're New York hip hop nerds through and through who, of course, loved case slay. Um, Also, Saif, before we uh, roll out on the free episode. Um. Well, or, free is priceless. or maybe we should say it save it for the Patreon. We should talk about us seeing each other the other day on, on your birthday. I mean, I thought that was going to be the focus of the episode. Well, episode. listen, rest in peace, case. It became a rest in peace, case episode. But this guy, this guy Rosenberg, you, listen, you want to know how Rosenberg ruined my life this week? Do me a favor, sign up to Patreon. It's only seven fifty. <laughs> Yeah, jump jump over to the Patreon. Well, well tell worth the, it. The, the patrons love it, and you would too. Jump on, help us out, support the movement, and hear how Rosenberg just ruined my life. Right. Ruin it. Ruin it. Ruin. Ruin. All right. We'll do that now on Patreon. Thanks, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 